Welcome to the podcast, Hoops and Helmets, where we talk about basketball and football, and I'm your host, Brayden. I'm the other host, Peyton. Let's jump right into it. Okay, so to start off, let's talk about contenders, what teams we think have a real chance at... In the NBA. Yeah, that are going to go to the finals, win a, try to win the ring. Um, who do you got? I got I got six teams. I got six that, teams as well. Okay, who's who's your sixth team? Um, so I thought I'd start off the list with my bottom of contenders, which is the Warriors. And I think they have a shot at the ring because of one guy, and that is Stephen Curry. The guy is on fire. I mean, been there before, he's done that before. It's nothing new to him. I think he has a shot at the ring. But I think one thing that's holding them back is their age. They have how many starters that's over 30 at this point? Oh, most of them. I think three or four starters at well, this point. Yeah, yeah, like three three starters. Yeah. But like you have Stephen Curry and all them, like they're just getting old, which is nothing wrong, but like it just means they aren't that they're as going, crisp. Yeah, they're not as crisp. And you could kind of see that last season. It really felt like after they won their ring, they were just tired. They just took the after whole the season. ring against Boston. Yeah, after they're the ring tired, against Boston. Injuries. Tired injuries. I mean, yeah, sure you up. had yeah, I mean, you sure you had things with Andrew Wiggins going on, but uh, like it's just it's just how it was. Like the se- that wasn't their season, and if they stay healthy, I truly believe they have con- a shot at the ring. But out of these six teams, I definitely think they are the lowest chance of having this ring. And yeah. Chris Paul, I mean, I don't like the trade. I understand why they had to do the trade which was I truly believe that there was something going on with Jordan Poole that was not really announced with, with yeah. Jordan Poole and the Warriors. And I think J- Jordan Poole really wanted to spread his wings, which great for him, by the way. And, well, I mean, I feel like a little bit of that, but I feel like he didn't want to play with Draymond. And I think Golden State picked Draymond because, you know, the whole behind-the-scenes Draymond punching Jordan Poole. Yeah. I think Jordan Poole wanted to say either me or Draymond, and Golden State took Draymond. Yeah, and great job for Golden State for finding – a somewhat great, I mean, not great, but a better player than most to get out of that situation. Because it was a lose-lose situation for the Warriors because you're going to lose one of your key players from those that finals win. And to get Chris Paul out of it isn't great, but it's not bad. Rack up assist to Curry. Rack up assist to Curry. A good player off the bench. Only problem, again, comes to age. They are losing these this young core yeah and they need to keep it going so yeah okay who do you have number six i have the suns i think phoenix i mean i don't know i just don't know if d book is ready i don't know if Devin Booker's ready i mean they just traded i don't um, andre and at the dead or not at the deadline but i th- i don't think that's the problem i think what the true problem is is the bench they have not no a strong bench. Yeah. It's just the star. It's just the big three at this point. And then you Bradley have Bradley Bill, D Book, and KD. Yeah, you just have Bradley Bill, who's great. You have Devin Booker, who's great, and you have Kevin Durant, who's great. But do you know what story this sounds like? The uh, Brooklyn Nets. It's basically the exact same team, just a Kyrie and Harden. Yeah, I know. And I, we don't know KD as much as everyone wants to say. The Warriors were winning. They won a ring before KD. I think I think KD wasn't the main man in Golden State, and I don't think KD can be the main. I man. think he I think he came into Golden State and became the main man because of how much points he was scoring. 
But I think if they would have been just five. Steph. I think they would have been just fine without, without Kevin that, Durant. So I, I'm still saying I think Steph was kind of the alpha. I think Steph was alpha. Um, I mean, I, I mean, you look, I just don't think KD goes into places and tries to be the main man. Boston, I mean, Boston, Brooklyn did not really work out that well. And the other thing too that you have to talk about is the bench at Brooklyn was way more in depth. Yeah. Than in the Suns. Yeah, that's true. They had Joe Harris, Seth, Seth Curry. Curry. For a little while. Yeah, you have Blake Griffin come in a little bit later on. Like their bench wasn't even the problem, and they still lost games. Yeah, due to injuries, you could say and stuff like that. But what what's going to change that in the Suns? Kevin Durant's still Kevin Durant. I mean, he's gotten injured in every basically every single place he's freaking played at this point. So I don't think that will change anything. That's why I did not actually put them on my list is because of the depth of the team. And you can say what you want about Nurkic. Yeah, he's a okay center, but he's definitely no all-star by any means. And so maybe he'll get you a couple rebounds, but I don't think he would be a great enough center to make a big difference in the game. All right. Um, What's your five? My five is the Heat. And I feel like this team is the most, like, underrated but most overrated team at the same time if that makes any sense yeah i know what you mean kind of how they were last year yeah they're basically the exact they're in the exact same place as they were last they year they were very underrated going into the playoffs and then in the playoffs they in the finals they were very overrated in the but in the bubble like same thing same Seriously. thing the same thing like they come into the playoffs not strong contenders holy crap they make it to the finals oh my gosh this team's the best oh wait a minute lebron wins last year Coming into the playoffs, not that strong of contenders. Everybody thought the Bucks or the Celtics were gonna, or the Celtics especially, were gonna make it. But sure enough, the Heat make it again, and same story. They lose to the Denver Nuggets, and coming into the season, they're looking the exact same, but they're still not getting the credit. And why is that? Yeah, I mean, they did lose Max Truce. They did lose Truce. The the main reason why I think that people. And that, well, that's one of the reasons, too, is Max Struess was a pretty big key opponent component to this team. But I think what's the main thing that people aren't talking about is how teams are getting better. The yeah. Heat have stayed the same, basically. And teams are just getting better. But teams are just getting better. Like, yeah. the Bucks picked up Damian Lillard. The Celtics picked up Porzingis. They're getting better. And the Heat don't really have the cap space to get anybody better. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like that's where we're at at that point. Okay, who do you got? Um, my next team, I have a Golden State. So Golden State. pretty much for the same reasons you said. Yeah. Um, I'll go to my four now. Okay. Um, my four, I have. Um, oh wait, my three. I only have five. My three, I have the Bucks. The Bucks. I think the Bucks got the third. Um, I mean, we're gonna see how Dame works. I think it'll take. A good first half of the season to get used to it because I mean you look at what happened with Kyrie and Luca last year and I mean they everyone Kyrie got traded at the deadline um I mean I could see I I I said it before the trade went down I said I Kyrie to Dallas I think would be really good but I mean it took them to the end of that season to figure it out and they still didn't make the playoffs so I think I think that's going to take Dame a little adjusting I mean he's surrounded by Giannis which yeah Giannis is a freak um, I he's mean, a dog. He, he, he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what I was going to say about Damian Lillard is basically what you were saying. He's definitely going to need time to figure it out because he's never been on a different team. He's been on the Blazers his whole career. He's not used to this change 
like other players are. And you could definitely see it last night. Last Tuesday night for us in the preseason game against the Thunder, he only scored five points and had four assists. Yeah. And he was it looked like he was struggling. Like he only shot eighteen point two percent for field goal. He only he didn't even make a three pointer. Like definitely Giannis ran the show that night. And same as Malik Beasley, by the way. Love him. But Damian Lillard just not looking like himself. And like you could definitely see it. And so I think by December, if it's not working out, or even January, and you're not seeing Dame being like his normal self, or the Bucks starting to win some games, I think you're going to have a serious problem there, and you're going to need to figure it out. Yeah, and I mean, he's surrounded by people who want to shoot the ball. Giannis wants the ball in his hands. Middleton wants the ball in his hands. Dame wants the ball in his hands, and I think Dame's going to have to get used to adjusting to realizing that he's not going to be that – 33, 32 points per game kind of player. He's going to be more of like 25, at most 26 points per game. Yeah. And honestly, he's just a better version of Drew Holiday at this point for the Bucks. Because you have Chris Milton, who's still going to be the guy that gets your assists. You're going to have Giannis, who's going to get like 30 points and they got per still. game. You still got Brooke Lopez, Defensive Player of the Year. Damian Lillard is just going to be a Drew Holiday, but instead of scoring 20 points per game, he's going to be going up to like 25 points per game. One thing that does leave with Drew Holiday, though, is his defense. Drew Holiday's perimeter defense was outstanding. And now that he's gone, they're not going to have that. And Brooke Lopez, I'm going to have to say, is going to have to step it up. And Chris Middleton's going to have to step it up. And same as Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's going to have to step it up. Um, another great person that I like who they picked up was Malik Beasley. I think this guy might be a very underrated player. To my he's, he's a role. He's a role player. He's not. He's a, no, very, he's not a star. He's he's kind of like how uh, Joe Ingles was for the Jazz. He's no star, but he can sit there, hit shots for you. I mean, all night long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed, a hundred percent. And um, he's what I love about him though is he's a guy that can pass the ball, get like ten assists, five assists, but he could still knock down those three pointers which is very something that they're not going to be paying attention to because they're too busy focused on Dame or Chris Middleton or Brooke Lopez or especially Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting how that team plays out, and we'll keep you updated on how that goes. All right, so my um, turn. Yeah, who, who you got at your number three? So I, I actually did six, so um, I guess I'll just say the next two. Oh, yeah, because your four and your three? Um, I have at my four was the Bucks. Okay. Who and then – who I've at the three is the Lakers. And mm. the reason why is because they made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. They like they're really interesting team because they didn't look like they're like clicked, but they looked like they're getting it done. And I understand they had LeBron that was out for a couple like months because of his ACL thing. And um and then you have Anthony Davis who gets freaking injured every single time he plays. And so, I mean, it's really hard to say with this team, but there's one key component that everybody's talking about, which I'm going to be talking about, is Austin Reeves. The guy's freaking outstanding. Love his story. It's going to be very interesting how he plays out, but if he can step up to the role of the first or second guy, and yes, I'm saying the first role in a team with LeBron James – but the thing you have to think about it is LeBron's getting old. He can't be averaging 30 points per night like he used to. 
And yeah. they're going to need someone to step up and take that role. And I think Austin Reeves is the guy to do it. Yeah, I mean, he's got to make that jump from only averaging 10 points per game over his career. He's got to make a jump from 10 points. I mean, last year he averaged 13. He's got to realize it's not enough. He's, he's, it's definitely he, going to be a jump. He's got to be a 20 points per game. It's definitely going to be a jump. I do not expect him to be the main guy this season, but LeBron only has two years left in his contract, maybe a couple more years left in his career. And so I think if they can like build yeah. him up I under mean, LeBron James as the secondary guy, because Anthony Davis is not there. He's just just saying that he's not going to be the guy. Yeah, He's going to be injured like he usually I mean, is. I mean, I think if you can get 20 points per game from D'Lo – Austin Reeves, LeBron, and AD. If you're getting 80 points per game through four players, I think you'll be sad. Just fine. Yeah. The real question is though, is 80 points per game gonna be enough? Well, I mean, you're getting 80 points per game through four players. You got other role players that are gonna okay. kick in. That's 80 points per I game. I mean, they still also have Christian Wood. They do. They do have Christian Wood, which honestly, I don't like him. I just. I mean, yeah, you haven't really seen him play that I, much I like recently. Him as a, as like a power forward, small forward, not a center. Yeah, agreed, one hundred percent. And the real question too is that you're not talking about is that's eighty points per game when everybody's healthy. There's no way that you're going yeah. all eighty-two games with Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Like it's just not going to happen, and I don't think people realize that. And so that's why I put them. A little bit lower on my list, but when they are all healthy, I think they could be true strong contenders. And a thing about experience too, they've done it in the bubble. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, yeah, Austin Reeves and um, D'Angelo Russell haven't been there before, but hopefully LeBron and Anthony Davis, when they get to the finals, if they get to the finals, can pick up that slack and can get them a uh, ring. Kev, Payne, what's next for you? Um, let's take a look. Next up, I have Boston at number two. I mean, they've looked two. so far in the preseason from what we've seen. I mean, Porzingis looking like a reincarnated Hakeem Olajuwon. I mean, he's looking amazing. He's looking like his New York self, definitely. And better, better than his New York. Yeah, definitely. And what I think a lot of people are forgetting is everybody's been talking about the Suns superstar team let's talk about boston's super team this team is insane like they're starting five let's go through it you have at the point you got, guard. i mean probably they'll probably put in Derek. I, I bet white Derek white at the point guard which can be going back and forth and then you have drew holiday at the shooting guard the small forward you have jalen brown at the power forward you have jason tatum and at center you have portzingas out of that list Four of those players can be all-stars this season and have been all-stars. That is absurd. And if you're talking about the bench, they have Pritchard off the bench. They have a strong – like, I don't want to say they have a strong bench, but they have a mediocre bench too, which I don't know. I just think that a lot of people are just forgetting that and definitely think that they will be strong contenders and we'll see them in the East Conference Finals and maybe in the Finals too. I think I think it – I think we'll see him in the finals for sure. All right. Okay, am I up now? Um. Yes, you are with your number two. My number two. Actually, I had Boston at number one, but um, my number two. So it was the Nuggets. And that's my number one. 
we'll just talk about them, I guess. I put them at number two because it's really hard in the NBA to win a back-to-back, especially in this league with all these superstar teams. It is. They have, Jokic is a freak, though. That's the thing you have to think about is that team has not changed one bit. That's that a little bit of a loss team. in Bruce Brown, not much. Bruce Brown crazy. wasn't crazy. I mean, yeah, it's going to affect him a little bit, but you can easily match that up. And you still have your core players. You still have Jamal Murray. You still have Aaron Gordon. You still have Nikola Jokic. And that is what like will come down to. And Michael Porter, too. And Michael Porter. Yeah, I forgot about him. Like, They're set. They are, They're dogs. They are the team to beat right now. And all these teams that I've listed so far have something to prove to somebody. The Nuggets don't have anything to prove to anybody. They know that they're the best team in the NBA. And for sure. I definitely think that right now, at this recording, they are the best team in the NBA. Will this be the same at the end of the season? I don't think so. But it might be. It could be. I they're for not, sure the best team in the West. They're the best team in the West. But I think we'll be seeing them in the finals, and I think we'll be seeing Boston in the finals. And I think that's what the two teams are going to come down to. I could see Boston taking it. I can easily see the Nuggets taking it. It's just going to come down to that. All right. Okay, so what are we jumping into next? Okay, so now we're going to be talking about pretty much about the rookie class, the biggest steals, who we think is going to be rookie of the years, our thoughts on some of the rookies we've seen so far. So, I mean, first we'll start with the biggest draft steals. Who do you think was the biggest draft steal this year? Biggest draft steal this year? This is going to sound kind of outlandish. This is truly on my opinion. And it's not like – the problem is, is it's too early to tell who's going to be a crazy still or not. But so far, by seeing whoever's who's all played and everything like that, Scoot Henderson falling three is still crazy to me. You think he should have gone over Brandon? I think the Hornets should have picked him up. I understand why they picked up Brandon Miller. They needed a power forward. They but there was Lamello, yeah. But there's so much talent there. It is absurd. Yeah, and I mean, I think, I think Scoot's – Got what it's take, and that's that's why I think I don't know how great he'll be. You can this. pick up you can pick up a mediocre power forward, but you cannot pass up I'm on maybe a generational talent. Yeah, like, no, for sure. I mean, this draft class was insane. This draft class was insane, but Scoot Henderson, the way that I've seen him play, I'm really glad that the Trailblazers got him because. With the loss of Damian Lillard, they definitely needed a player to step up, and he will be stepping up. Him and that's Anthony just where Simons. I don't know. That's where I just I don't know. I mean, I think that Scoot Henderson. Say what you want. I think he. I think he. There's more expectation for him for him this year than there is for Simons, and I think it could be a lot of pressure, and I think it could affect his career heavily. I definitely if he think can't that handle the pressure. I definitely think that there's if we're talking about pressure. Scoot Henderson has a lot more pressure than Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller's coming in right now. And let's be honest here. No one's he hasn't been on the block. Nobody's been No one's about really him. been talking about him. I mean, I don't think he's a bad player or anything. He's a great player. But I, think, I just I, think he'll everybody's be good. he'll be good. Everybody's been talking about LaMelo's return. LaMelo's. This is not Brandon Miller's team doing need to talk about. This is LaMelo Ball's team. And it still is. Yeah. For sure. And I think the Blazers are Scoo Henderson's team right now. I mean, yeah, 100%. With, with Dame leaving, I mean, Blazers fans have 
gotta be hoping to get exactly what they got out of Dame out of Scoot, and I think they got a good chance at that. And honestly, these two teams are very interesting to me because both these teams I don't think are serious playoff contenders, but I wouldn't count them out. The Blazers picked up DeAndre Ayton for a center, which is really good. They st- if Anthony Simon stays healthy, and then you have Scoot Henderson and Shaden Sharp, this isn't a bad lineup at all. And then the Charlotte Hornets, LaMelo Ball, when he was healthy, they made it to the playoffs. Yeah, they're, they aren't going to be good. They are not going to be good this year. I, I think that the Blazers have a better shot making the playoffs than the Hornets. But I'm going to count out the Hornets. I don't know if I'd count them out. Because the East, I feel like, isn't as stacked as the West is. So I think that's why the Hornets have a better shot, maybe in some ways. I don't know. Alrighty, who do you have as the biggest um, sleeper of the year? Um, My biggest sleeper, or not biggest sleeper, but my biggest still is I got Cam Whitmer from Villanova. I got Cam. I mean, expects to go in the top 10. He dropped – he – Teams had him going at fourth overall. I mean, mock drafts. Everyone thought Cam was going to go high. I mean, I was hoping the Jazz would pick him up at nine. And, I mean, he dropped all the way to 22nd, or to 20th, my bad. Not 22nd, to 20th. Um, He got picked up by the Rockets. And, I mean, he's – the reason he dropped is because they found him vaping and – that's just not a good look for you being, you know, trying to get drafted and you're getting found vaping and doing all this other stuff. And it's just he didn't have the best uh, combine. He didn't have a lot of good workouts. Everyone was- that's, that's the problem is I think that's the reason why he dropped so much was because he didn't look as steady as the other players did. The other players came in. They looked ready. Not a lot of drama around them. This player, Cam Whitmore, definitely had a lot of drama around him. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, Cam, he was – I mean, he was expected to go ninth overall to the Utah Jazz. I yeah. mean, lots yeah. of people had him going way higher than that. And, I mean, I, I don't know. Jazz took Taylor Hendricks instead. I think Taylor Hendricks is going to be a mid, mid player. I don't think he's going to be – I don't think he's well, not I don't, what it takes to be a top ten pick. Tell me if I'm wrong. We're Jazz fans also, by the way. Sorry, guys. But um, tell me if I'm wrong. But – I don't think the Jazz have a lot of trust in him either if they're going to pick up John Collins to start over him. If you have a trust in your ninth pick, you will start him. You will put a little bit of faith in him. But the fact that Maybe not at the him, start of the season, but you for sure aren't going to go trade for a, a power a, forward. A really good player in his position. Yeah. 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 I just I just don't see that really I mean, like. Everybody thought, though, not sure on how Cam was going to be, all the stuff. He dropped. The workouts were sketchy. He just. He was one of the sketchiest picks, and, I mean, he, he showed up and he bounced back in the Summer League, winning Summer League MVP. His highest point games were 26 points game. He he pulled, he averaged 20 points per game. He had a 26-point game. He had 25 when he eliminated the Jazz in the Summer League. Averaged six rebounds and two assists in the Summer League. So he was an absolute dog in the Summer League, winning the MVP. And with him and Thompson, I think Houston might have been one of the best teams to come out of this draft. Yes, Maybe. for sure. Maybe even the best team to come out of this draft. And and just a little score update in the Houston and San Antonio preseason game. Cam Whitmore right now is having 13 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists. But the main thing I'm looking at is he has 6 steals already. And we're like halfway through the fourth quarter at this point. They are losing to San Antonio. But 
honestly, in a game against Victor Wembanyama, he's not looking too bad. And he's not definitely not the top st- scorer, but against him and Thompson, he's like had a lot more points, like eight more points or something like that. So, Yeah, and I mean, I think he was the biggest steal. Who else do you have as a steal in the draft? I think you have this guy as a steal too. Again, sorry guys, not we're not saying that we're crazy biased, but we're going to be a little bit biased, but Keontae George. Keontae George has been a dog. I mean, he should have won MVP in the summer league. It wasn't for the high ankle sprain in the right ankle. I mean, he averaged 18 points, 18.7, so almost 19 points per game, 5.3 sits, and 4 rebounds per game. Shot 45% from the field, 40% from three-point. Highest point game. He put up 33 points per game in one game. He Keontae George is looking like an absolute dog. He has been looking like a dog in the preseason, and I think he was for sure one of the biggest steals in this draft. Yeah. Um a hundred percent agree. Love the way he plays. He kind of gives me off like a Russell Westbrook John Morant vibe, the way he plays. Yeah. I mean he does got that explosiveness, but he also has the ability to knock, knock down, down knock shots. down some shots. I don't think he's he's gonna be as explosive as two. Yeah. He's a little small. I think I think he'll for sure be. I think he's going to be more explosive than what people are thinking. When you look at his height, how tall is he? Oh, uh, Keontae George? Yeah, while well, you look that up. But um, as like we looked that up, what I'm trying to say is for how tall he is in the NBA, I feel like he's going to be more explosive than the way people think. Yeah, he's 6'4". Six 6'4"? Four. Six four? Yeah, like he's not crazy tall. And so the fact is that like he could dunk the way he can. I think just shows how explosive he can be as a player. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's less of the the height, but the weight. I mean, he's only one ninety four. I mean, that's that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it's crazy big, but not small either. Yeah, no. I mean, Westbrook's six three. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing, though, is that Russell Westbrook. I would say not doesn't have as much of than Keontae is his shooting ability. Keontae, I think, has a way better shooting ability than as of right now. Right it, now, it, it, yeah. Than Russell Westbrook has. I mean, I don't think you're going to see him getting as much. Definitely not as much triple doubles as him. No, but he'll be definitely he a shooter. He won't get as much playing time this year too. I mean, yeah. I think the goal for Utah is to do exactly what they did with Ochai Baji last year. I mean, having. Play off the bench. Play off the bench a little bit, and then end of the season. Get a couple 20, 30-point games, and then... 20, 20, last 20 games of the season, throw them in the starting lineup, depending on how the team's doing. Utah's one of those scrappy teams this year where they could be... Utah truly could be the 6th seed in the West, or they could be the 11th, 12th seed in the West. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. Keontae, though. But we got to talk about Wemby. we got to talk about Wembyama. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Wemby? Oh, man. I was actually, like, half tempted to put him as a sleeper because the fact is, is this guy is a generational talent. Like, I don't even know if he deserved to even draft him. Like, it was already going to be obvious that he was going number one. When you're seven foot four and you're doing the things he that he is doing in the shooting ability, in the dribbling ability, in the passing ability, it's insane. Yeah, it truly is. Like, what was it? I saw a highlight from the other day of him stealing the ball from the free throw line to the three-point line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's the wingspan is crazy. I mean, absurd. He's just, 
He's just he's a big guy, and I think he's gonna be dominant. But I mean, we saw we got to see him versus Chet, which was very very fun. And Chet actually outscored him, I think, in points, which is something that I don't think a lot of people is talking about. Which is how good can a seven foot four Victor Wembanyama be in the NBA? Because if you look in NBA past, when you're seven foot four, you usually get drafted just because of your height, but you don't really do much. Yeah. You get a couple good rebounds, but it's just really hard to be that dominant at that height. And that skinny, that mm-hmm. that that how yeah. skinny he is, yeah. how big he is. I mean, we saw it in the summer league. We saw Brandon Miller put him on an absolute poster. Um, we saw Brandon Miller cross him up. I mean, Wemby, he, I definitely think he, he is going to be – he can become a top 10 player and a top – I think he has the potential to become a top 10 player of all time with the – Height behind him, it just depends on how well he really can hold up with that, how skinny he is. I mean, he does have a lot of injuries in his past, which is good. He does lots of exercises, as we've seen, to keep him healthy. But, I mean, I don't really know. It just depends. Honestly, you guys can say what you want, but I think he has a very large gap between his floor and his ceiling. When I put him at his floor, I put him at his him at, like, a starter, maybe, like, a very strong rotational player, but for his ceiling, top I'd put ten him. I put him in the top three all time. Yeah, I his mean, ceiling. He's like the way that he can play. It's like LeBron. It's yeah, like LeBron. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would even, I'd even say that LeBron had a better shot coming into the NBA just because of the fact is, I think his floor was definitely not as low as Vic, as I put Victor's, which I mean, personal opinion, but. I don't know, and it's also kind of scary the way that he's playing. Like the game he's playing in right now, how much points does he have? Sorry, let me check that up. But while we're while I'm checking that out, um, in the OKC game against Chet Holmgren, Chet outscored him, got more rebounds than him, and assists. He got 21 points while Victor only got 20. He got nine rebounds, which when you're seven foot four, you should beat Chet in. But Chet didn't. I mean, but Victor didn't. Victor only got five rebounds while Chet got nine. And Vic, I mean, and Chet Holmgren got one assist while Victor didn't get any assists, which, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think that, like, looks really great on him, and I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I'm excited to see how the Twins do, too. Oh, Evan man. and Asar. I'm excited. They're going to be fun. They are going to be fun to watch. And They're both with those teams that aren't – they aren't good teams in the NBA, but that'll give us a chance to be able to see the impact that they make. On yeah. those crappy teams. Another thing too, though, is I feel like coming into the NBA. Sorry, going back to Victor. A lot of people are suspecting him to be like a knockdown shooter, but right now, looking at his stats, he doesn't look like a knockdown shooter. Like he's only getting like two or one three pointer per game at this point. Right now, currently in the game he's playing in right now, which he's winning. Um, he's got two three point makes and he's got fifteen points. I mean. It's good, but not great. And yeah. um, sorry, Payne's showing me this play. As oh my gosh, yeah, he's just showing me a play of Victor, just his crazy handles, which is another thing that's not really talked about. At seven foot four, the dribbling abilities he has is absurd. Yeah, I just don't know how his skills are going to go into the NBA. I think his dribbling skills are carrying over really well. But right now, his three-point skills, his shooting skills, his rebounding skills 
aren't looking like they were when he played in France. So pretty interested by that. Yeah. Um. So up next, kind of just a little side topic, nothing big, just some news on James Harden and not showing up for the 76ers. Um, I mean, I think it's obvious that he doesn't want to be there. Um, I think I think the Sixers don't want him there either. I think they just both want to win, and they'll do whatever they need to do to be able to make that happen. Honestly, I didn't hear about this news until he told me about this like 10 minutes before the podcast started. But when he told me, I wasn't surprised. No, but I mean, James Harden wants to win a ring. There's some players that at his age with the skills and accomplishments that he's had where they're like, oh, had a great career. All right, just go play my last years and have fun. No, he does not care. He wants to win a ring, and he's going to do whatever it costs. He's done this before in Houston where he doesn't show up to practice, creates a lot of drama around his team, nothing new to him. And uh, Did it in Brooklyn? Did it in Brooklyn. I just think how this is going to play out is going to be interesting. I think that we're going to start hearing trade talk with James Harden coming up. We already did in the offseason. Well, in the offseason, yeah, but I think we're going to hear more trade talk coming up recently. I can see him at the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, like he did in Brooklyn. It's going to be pretty interesting. Where do you think he can go? Uh, Places I think that he can go? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest spots is in Houston. I think him going back to Houston, I mean, do you know where he's been? Yeah. He's been in Houston the past three days, hasn't been to practice, hasn't played in a preseason game. He has, he's been a no-show for the 76ers, and he's been, he's been in Houston. And I think that's a really realistic place. Yeah. Um, I could see Clippers. I could see him going to the Clippers. I could see a I was about to say that actually package going down. Yeah, into the Clippers for and, Russell Westbrook or somebody maybe. Yeah, and some picks or Paul or George something. or something. They're, they'll work out the cap space details, but um, I think another place I can go, which I don't, I think could happen, is I could see Miami trying to jump. I was at just them. gonna say Miami. They their guard is I think the only problem with their team right yeah. now. He could, he'd be a dog in Miami. And, I mean, he likes – we know we've seen that he likes to party. Miami is a big party city, so he would like to enjoy <laughs> it there. And another thing that we have to talk about, too, is, like, people are going to say, well, how would he be the, being the second guy? He was the second guy in the 76ers and worked out just fine. Like, you know that Jimmy Butler is going to run the show, but when you have James Harden passing it to him and you have Bam Adebayo getting those assist, I mean, those rebounds, it's really going to be – that would be a really strong team. And, honestly, I could move the heat up – in my contenders list and my power rankings if they get James Harden, which could be very, very coming very, very soon. All right. Okay. Anything else on that topic? Um, yeah, just a little bit of James Harden. I mean, how good really is James Harden? Like in your opinion? Um, if we're talking about in his prime, he is one of the best players in his prime. Like he was a knockdown shooter. Oh, for sure. He was amazing in Houston. But if we're talking about current day, He's washed. Just yeah. straight up saying that. Yeah. it's He's trying to get the most juice out of his career as he can. But the problem is, is he doesn't have a lot left. This is this is the end game for his career. And I think he's maybe got five tops more years in the NBA. I won't even say that. Maybe four. And I don't think he'll be staying that much longer. And which is like pretty sad because I'd love to see the guy win a ring. But I don't think he'll it will happen in Philadelphia, and I think that's why he's trying to leave. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, CBS has him ranked as the 33 best player in the league, and, I mean, I think, I think that's high. I, same. I think it's a little high. I see him more in the 40s kind of guy. I think, they, I think they put him up so much higher 
than most players just because of the fact of the name. James Harden. For sure. For like, sure. it's kind of like LeBron. I think LeBron's a great player and everything. But he's wa- he's getting kind of washed. He's getting not as great as he was. I wouldn't say washed, but I think that he's just not performing the way that he's he not an MVP. to. He's not an MVP. Definitely not an MVP. Definitely not a top five player in the league. Top the 10. Fa- top 10. But the fact is, is that they're like still putting him as like the number one candidate in the all-star race and all that stuff yeah. is still crazy to me. And yeah. it's just because it's LeBron James. Yeah, and I think that's going on with James Harden. I mean, yeah. last year they had him ranked at 21, 21 best player, yeah. which last year, I mean, going to Philly, he, I, I bet. I would have probably put him there too same, last year. Same last year, but we've but, seen in the past year. Yeah, I just don't think he could perform the way he used to. And it was pretty obvious last year, so I think that's why I would probably put him lower. Yeah, All right. For sure. All right, so now we're going to move on to our next topic, and these are going to be sleeper teams in the NBA. All right, Payne, do you want to start us off? Um, sure. So how many sleeper teams did you have? I have four. Okay. All right. So my number four, I put the Clippers. Um, I think the Clippers are a team that if they want to and they stay healthy, I think the Clippers can go out and get a ring. Amen. Um, I think Russell Westbrook trade, well, not trade, pick up. Is a very interesting topic. Well, it was kind of kind of a trade. It was like through Utah. It was, it was it's it's hard to explain. But Rest anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, I think he was performing really good in the playoffs. But the problem is, is can he keep it up? Yes. Like in the Lakers, I'm sorry, he did not look the best. And yeah. it's because he's he getting washed. It. I don't think he liked it in L.A. Well, I guess. Well, I mean, he's, he's still, still in L.A., LA so you can't even say that. I don't think he liked it. I just don't think the, he liked playing Lakers with roster. the Lakers roster. I think there was problems with LeBron and Anthony Davis going on. But I think the real show of that whole team is if Kawhi and Paul George stay healthy, they're freaking amazing. Like, Yeah, I mean, I think the Clippers are a team that can win. I think they can truly win the finals if they really want to. Yeah, like – I think that's one of the teams that I could see winning the finals. I kind of honestly didn't put them in my sleeper team, though, because I just think there's teams that are a little bit less talked about than the Clippers that I think really have a shot. So I guess I'll jump into mine. What's your number four? This one's going to be kind of absurd. Peyton, I know, does not think that this team is good at all, but I'm saying Dallas. They definitely needed time to figure it out last season, and I don't know if they do have that figured out still. But, dude, there's just so much – like talent. talent between Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving for the not be contenders. I mean, Shaq just put them as his NBA final champions. I mean, Shaq thinks Mavs are going to win the. Well, win the because finals. like you, you have look at their team and players. you think they can. Yeah, yeah, like on roster on paper, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. For but sure. last season they did they not look out. great. But, but that was last season. They but that was last out, season. Whole off season. Yeah, whole off season, whole training camp. The get trade middle season, which is let's be honest here, very chaotic. That was a mess. so yeah. I just think it was a mess last year with Jalen Brunson leaving, and then them trying to figure out a way to replace him. So yeah. I um, think it's gonna be very interesting with them. Yeah. Um. At my number three, I have the Mavs. Oh, okay. I think Good. the Mavs are a sleeper team. I think that they could get it done if they really want to. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about them just because of the fact that they didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah. But needless to say. That was just like they barely missed the playoffs last season. And that was because it was just Luka like halfway through. So, like, 
I mean, I don't know. And they have it all figured out and everything like that. So I think it's gonna be interesting to see. Okay, so next up we got my uh, number two. And my number two, I have, I put the 76ers. I think they got the talent. And I think Sixers get some chemistry. I mean, I think that's the problem. I think the Sixers are a team that people, they're one of those Miami Heat overrated, underrated. I 100% agree. I think the pro of the team is Joel Embiid coming off of Evan MVP season, looking amazing. But I think the problem is James. James Harden. He's got Will it. he show up? What's happening with that? I mean, we could see a midseason trade, which let's be honest here is very chaotic. That's why I probably did, that's why I didn't put them as my sleeper team. Cause I feel like they still are, yeah, one of those overrated underrated players, like underrated teams. But I think they're one of those more overrated teams than underrated teams. For sure, for sure. And that's why I have them as a sleeper. I mean, I think I think a lot of people have them as contenders. I'm sorry. I just I just don't agree with you on that one. I do not think that the 76ers will have a strong playoff run. I think that they'll maybe make it to the play-in, but I do not think that they will make it more. Whoa, I think, I think regular season, I think they could be third no. best team in the East. I'm sorry. There's no way, dude. Like, the third best team in the East with the Cavs, Boston, and the Bucks. I They'll be better than Cleveland, I think. No. Donovan Mitchell is in his prime right now. Yeah, Joel Embiid is in his prime too. MVP. But Max Strews. Coming off an MVP season. Darius Garland. And yeah, you could say he's coming off of an MVP season. But it can't be a one-man show. Yeah, you have Tyrese Maxey, who's good, but not great. And then you have James Harden. There's just a mess right now. And I don't know if they will be able to figure out that mess. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So, And there's just better teams, I think, that are sleepers than them. And yeah. so I, I guess I'll just jump into my number three. Uh, my number three was the Pacers. Whoa. The Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton looked kind of legit last season. They did not make the playoffs, but they weren't bad. Like, they had two players make the um, All-Star last season, right? Um, or was it just one? Or was it just Tyrese? Um, I can't remember. I can look that up. But... Like, honestly, coming off, off after losing Demonis Sabonis, a lot of people did not expect them to do much. But I really think that um, they weren't bad. So, yeah, while I looked that up, Payne, do you want to save? I guess I could save my – wait, Payne's looking it up right now. Did he? Um, Was there anybody else besides Tyrese? I don't even know if Tyrese made it, bro. I know Tyrese did. Yeah, he did. Tyrese was Tyrese is the only one. And they picked up Jairus Walker. Yeah. From the draft. Yeah. He's gonna be a dog. Yeah. I just (laughs) I'm sorry, but like I think they really do have a I don't think they have a strong spot in the playoffs. But I'm gonna be honest with you, for I think they're way too underrated and that people are not giving them respect for what they did and accomplished last season. Because you can say what you want, but last season was a dub for the Pacers. Yeah, I mean, and they didn't so, make the play-in. They did not make the play-in. But let's be honest here. They got a good draft. and They, they, got, a good they draft. got a good draft. They found Tyrese Halliburton, who is their guy. They can make – I think their season goal is, is the playoffs. be the play-in. The playoffs. I, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I don't and think the, one rookie is going to come in and make it a playoff team. I Yeah, you can say what you want. But if Tyrese Halliburton has a season that he did last year, they really could make the playoffs. So. Yeah. Um. So my number one sleeper team, I have the Heat. 
the Heat. They're my biggest sleeper. I don't think that. I don't. I don't. Another think... one of those teams that kind of like the Seventy Sixers, overrated, underrated. Exactly. That's why I have them as my top sleeper because I don't think they're quite a contender. I think if they can go out and show that they, I think they could be contenders. But as of right now, I've got to put them as a sleeper. Honestly, they're going to be that team where in the regular season they're going to barely scrape by and make the playoffs, but. In, the, in play, the playoffs, they could be dogs. They could be one of the best teams in the league. Just like we've seen in the past. In multiple years. But we also have to remember, after the bubble, the Heat kind of took a year off. In what year? The Warriors year? I think that was the Warriors year, yeah. They kind of like – I think they made the playoffs. Don't tell me if I'm wrong. But, like, I just – they weren't really well, as no, dominant. because there was the um, – Wait, no. The Bucks think- Sun season. Oh, the Bucks Sun season, yeah, that was Which, a season where they think they lost second or first round to the Bucks. First round to the Bucks. First round to the Bucks. Yeah, so I mean, and then twenty twenty two made a bounce back. They had a bounce back to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics. Yeah, so they're one one of those teams that are always dominant in the playoffs. But will they make it to the finals? I do not know. And we've talked a little bit about them, so I guess we'll just jump into my. I have two more left because. Um, of your Dallas thing, but I feel like I'm kind of surprised you didn't even say these two teams. So I guess I'll say my number two is Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have a star that really sticks out to me. Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, I mean, he showed a little bit. Three games last year. Three games, though, that were insane. Absurd. Like, one of the only other players to do it was LeBron. Am I wrong? No. Like, you still have Ben Simmons. And he could have a bounce back. For sure, for sure. I think Ben Simmons could, but... Um, who I, else do you have? Spencer Dinwiddie, who's a strong player. They're not a bad team at all. They're going to be in the playoffs. I'm going to say it right now. They're going to be in the playoffs. You have Royce O'Neal. They'll be in the playoffs. And yeah. will they do much in the playoffs? I do not think so. But I feel like they're not getting a lot of respect for what they accomplished last season. Coming out of that superstar team, like... Uh, breakup that they had going on. Yeah, they also drama. have Macau Bridges too. Yeah, Macau Bridges. A dog. Yeah, like I just I'm really surprised that you did not really mention them because no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't have a lot of faith in Ben Simmons and them. I I have more faith in them than I do. I think the Pacers, obviously, but I think the 76ers, I think they have a better shot than the 76ers to make in the finals, which is kind of crazy. It sounds I, like I that's crazy. I feel like that that's a lot crazy, of people man. are going to say that's crazy. But I like the chemistry that they have going on. They don't have really any drama going on. Kind of keeping quiet, just working it out. Love it. All right. Okay, so I guess my last team I have is the Kings. The most – another team that's overrated, underrated. This team, last playoffs, what they were doing was amazing. Well, not last playoffs, but last NBA season was amazing. For sure. Peyton saw him play. They looked great. Um, Damana Sabonis looked dominant against Walker Kessler, who's – Got a lot of rebounds in his rookie season. And um, I just really like what they have going on with that duo. Really love that duo of De'Aaron, De- De'Aaron Fox and Demonis Sabonis. And then and you also got Murray. Yeah, you have Keenan Murray looking great. And just a great team. They did not really do much in the playoffs. Really, that was their first chance of seeing the playoffs. And now that they've been there, they know that they need what they need to work on. I think they could make a strong playoff run. Yeah, and I think Keegan, Keegan, Ke- Keegan's oh got to step up a little. I mean, yeah, 
I mean, he it was his rookie season last year. Yeah. So you can't give him too much harsh. But I think the two players that do need to step up for that team is Keegan Murray and DeAndre Fox. De- I mean, De'Aaron yeah. Fox, sorry. De'Aaron Fox, it's got to be dominant. Like, he was yeah. good last season. Right? He was great last season, but he needs to be, like, all-star starting for them to make it to the finals. Yeah. So, yeah, just I think just a little bit of tuning, and I think that team could be great. All right. Okay, so now we are going to be power ranking every team, our power ranks. Um, from We're going to go from 30 to 1, just naming off teams, who we think, where. Again, it might shift around a little as we talk. Yeah, this might shift around a little bit. And also, this is a before-season. It's a preseason. Pre-season. Power ranking, so. like It'll is, change, for sure. This will definitely change. We'll probably do it maybe once a month, just to like see what we think will be. For sure. And, yeah, let's just start right into it. Payne, who do you have at 30? 30, I uh, have the Portland Trailblazers. I mean, I think I, I think the pressure on Scoot, I think it's going to be too much for him, and I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. And I think I think they'll get good minutes for him, and I think everything will kind of start to play out. But I still don't think they're going to be that amazing of a team, and I think it's just going to be a year for them to be figuring out. All right. I could see that, but that's not who I have at 30. I have the Magic. Mm-hmm. Paulo, really just their whole team. <laughs> yeah. You have Jonathan Isaac, I guess, coming off an injury, so he won't be that great, I think. I mean, they did just draft Anthony Black. Yeah, but that Anthony Black's not going to be able to change that team. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, Paulo will probably do a little bit better than he did last season. I mean, the Magic did have one of the best drafts this year. Honestly, I really didn't check out the Magic drafts this season, so I really, I didn't really know that one too much. But I just I don't know. I just didn't really like Paulo last season. Like he was good, but like the team didn't really stick out to me at all. I just think that their team is just gonna be one of those teams where there's kind of like not be like look like they're like absolute crap, but they're also not gonna look like they're a good team. They're just gonna look like mid the whole season. And they're just going to keep on racking up L's. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Anthony Black and Jet Howard, the two coming from Arkansas and Michigan at 6-11, and 11, I think I think those two, they've got to make a big impact. And that's why I have them a little higher. Um, at 29, I got the Spurs. <laughs> Wemby, amazing. Spurs, but. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. There's no one around Wemby, and I don't think. If we're talking about pressure. Victor Webinyama has the most pressure coming into the season. Yeah. Like, Scoot just has a little bit of pressure, but Victor's ex- expectations is to be the greatest player of all time in a team where it's just him. You have yeah. Socon, but that's really it. And he's not even that great. Sorry. Yeah. Who but you, Who do you got at 29? That's not who I had. I had actually at the Blazers. I don't think that Scoot will keep up to the pressure. I don't think they'll be the worst team. But they'll be definitely getting a top three pick. That's what I'm saying. Three. I think the, those two bottom teams, the Spurs and the Blazers, I think it's going to be a battle of the rookies. And I just think Victor's going to win that. And that's why I think they'll and the be ahead of them. the problem is, is like, I think the real reason why is, there's a reason why this these teams got these good players. And it's because they were the bottom last year. Those Trailblazers got worse than they did last year somehow. And the Spurs looked a little bit better because of Victor, but that's really it. If they didn't have Victor, they would look like the worst team in the league. Yeah. And 
that's basically why I put them. And that's actually funny because I was about to say 28 is Spurs for me. I think the Magic will be the worst team. And honestly, I'm going to change the Magic. I think they'll be 28. And I put the Blazers at 29 and Spurs at 28. I kind of just moved that around a little bit because yeah. I think I agree with you on that. But the Spurs don't think we'll be able to live up put to the hype, same as the Blazers. Yeah. All right, who do you have at 28? 28, I got Detroit. Detroit. Who do you got at 28? Um, at twenty eight was the Spurs for me. <laughs> oh, so, but yeah, I mean, Detroit. Point... Detroit was twenty six. For me. wait, no, never mind. Um, but I don't think Detroit will do crazy. But the one thing that you guys forgot about last year is Kate Cunningham got injured. Don't know how he's gonna come off that injury. Him and Boyan, Jaden Ivy, like it's gonna be interesting. Like for sure, they're one of those teams that I think they could have good potential. But they just don't look like they're clicking. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think Asar Thompson yeah. has got to have a big rookie season. Rookie season, and, and you're gonna Jayden have to have. You have to. Jaden Ivy's gonna have to have a great season. Jaden Ivy looked. I'm not even gonna say this like shooter cut this at all or anything. He did not look good. No. He looked like a bust. Yeah. He's gonna have to have a great season. Boyan's just gotta keep on doing what he's doing. I don't think there's any problem with him. I think Kate Cunningham. Gotta step it up. Yeah. Um, okay, so at 27, I have the Charlotte Hornets. I think, I don't think they got what it takes to be a top 20 team. I mean, a lot of people do. A lot of people do think. And I think coming off an injury with the. Uh, I'm one of those people. I'm sorry. I put them in the top 20. They, Their biggest con last season was LaMelo Ball's injury. He is back. They're going back to the playoffs. They got the rookie. Well, what's his what's his name again? I'm sorry, Brandon I, Miller. Brandon Miller. It was on the tip of my tongue, but um, <laughs> Brandon Miller and Lamelo duo is going to be insane. And the way that Lamelo plays, I just like the way that he plays. He plays pass first, John Stockton kind of style with a little bit more swagger. And like, I just think that him and Brandon Miller is going to be a great duo. They did lose Kelly Oubre Jr., which kind of hurts. But the problem was uh, that he was creating too much drama. Glad, glad they got rid of him. And I think that they will be a top 20 team. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Who you got at 27? 27, I got the Houston Rockets. Oof, I'm sorry, buddy. They're going to be a little higher than that. No. I think Fred Van Vliet's just a little bit better than mid. Like, he's just good. I'm sorry. Okay, I can't Did not look on that. Did not look that dominant on the Raptors team. Scotty Barnes looked better than him. I just think I think they're going to be better because you just got, I mean, you look, you got. Jalen Green, you got Cam Whitmore, which I said right, by the way, this time. Um, you got, um, Amon, is it Amon Thompson? Uh, or yes, is it, Amon. Yeah, Amon. Yes. Amon Thompson. Amen. Like, amen. <laughs> anyway, just like. I mean, their team, Jalen Green. Their team Sengen, is young. I think they're going to be higher than 20. Than 20 and uh, Sengun? Um, Sengen, Sengen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, their team, I just put them so low just because the fact is, it's like they just haven't proved anything yet. So yeah. that's why I put them low. I think they'll be a little know. higher. Speaking of uh, Freddie Boy, 26, I got the Raptors. Oh, boy. I mean, who do they got? Scotty Grady Dick. Barnes, Grady Dick. Yeah, I mean, not really much. They got Barney Dick. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, but they are not that great. Yeah, I have them at 26. Who do you got at 26? I did not put them at 26. I probably should have put them lower. I put them way too high, okay. so, which I regret. What do you got at 26? But at 26, I put the Pistons. 
I think they'll be right there. I don't think they're like the worst team in one of the worst teams in the league, but they're definitely in the bottom of the basement. Yeah, I mean maybe. Um twenty five, I got the Rockets. We already talked about why. Who do you got at twenty five? The Wizards. The Wizards. I'm Speaking sorry. of the Wizards, Jordan Poole, straight dog, just had forty one points in a yeah. preseason game. Yeah, that's that's good. Preseason, but good. Still, forty one points. Crazy. <laughs> no. But again, preseason. But still good, and but but the real but still reason why the, points. the real reason why I put them so low is just because of the fact it's just him. Like you could say Kyle Kuzma's okay, but he's not the best. Like definitely kind of a bust, I think, in my opinion. Uh huh. I just I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, at 24. Who do you got? Oh, wait, who do you got at 25? We didn't even talk about you. Wait, the Wizards. Oh, 24 for you. 24, I put the Magic. Ooh. I think the Magic are going to be – take a little bit of a jump, still not be a playoff team. I don't think they're taking a drop, jump. I actually think they're going to take a step back, and that's why I think they're going to be the worst team in the league. But <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to take a pretty big step back. Well, not really because they were basically in, the ba- um, basically in the bottom of the basement last season. But um, who I have at 24 is Memphis. John Morant's suspension is oh, okay. no, hurt the team. That's wild, sir. I'm sorry, but John Morant is the team. The fact that he's going to be out, you saw it last season. He was out because of the suspensions, and it hurt Memphis to make them not make the playoffs. The fact that he's going to be out again, it's going to hurt. Because now you have who? Jaron Jackson, Jackson Jr. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's just okay. I mean, like, I just don't think the once team... Jaw gets out of his, what is it, eighteen games? I think. I thought it was more than that, but I can't remember how much it is. But at, when let me look back, it up. But when he gets back from his suspension, that boy, he's gonna be a dog. He's gonna be getting ready to come back, and that's why I have them a lot higher than twenty-four. I just, I just don't make don't the playoffs. Well, the thing is, is he's gonna be coming off like John Morant has been, hasn't played since when? Uh, March. Uh, April. April. Yeah, like... I mean, I don't know. I think... I just don't think he's, like, ready. I still think they have enough talent. To I don't think they do. And it's 25 games. 25 games. Suspension, I think he'll be... He'll Which be means bad. he'll be coming back in de- late December, January. Yeah. I just I just don't see it. I don't know. Uh, 25 games of without John Morant as Marcus Smart as your star player, you're not going to pull it off. And I, I just think there's a lot of talent there. That's why I didn't put them lower. But I don't think it's going to be enough, and that's why I didn't put them a lot higher. Okay. Um, Who do you offer 23? 23, I put the Bulls. I think the Bulls are 23, I think. I don't know. I feel like they're one of those teams where, like, they've had a long time to try to prove themselves, haven't done anything with it. Just Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be that great. I mean, I mean, I think they're going to make the play-in. I truly believe that. Or maybe just, like, barely miss the play-in. It's going to be another year of the play-in. But – I don't, well, the thing is, though, is why would you put them so low then if you think they're going to make the play-in? Um, I think they can pick it up and make the play-in if they really They wouldn't have to. to pick it up. They were in the play-in last year. What do you mean? The Bulls were in the play-in last year. I know. I'm saying they got to pick up their game a little. I don't think so. I, I think, think they just got to keep on doing what they're doing to make the play-in. I don't. Which is what they've been doing for the past I, I three seasons. But, who, do you got at tw- or who do you got at 23? The Hawks. I think Trey Young will have a great comeback, which is why I put them up a little bit higher than what they did last year. 
But DeJounte Murray, I don't think is going to be a good help. They lost, um, what's his face? Uh, John Collins. John Collins. I think that's going to be a big loss on them. Really, their only big man's Clint Capella and um, Kong Lu. Like, I just don't see it. I don't see them going that much higher. Yeah, for sure. Um, 22, I put the Wizards at 22. I think the Wizards are going to be – so not much. Not much, not, not much more different, but, like, I could see it, but I don't think they're definitely going to make it to the playoffs. No, no, no. I, mean, they I don't even think they'll make the play-in. Uh, they're a better team than the Bulls to me this year, and I just think – I don't see them being better I think than the Jordan Bulls. Poole takes a step. The thing I, is, the thing is about the Bulls is Lonzo Ball needs to stay healthy. And he won't. I don't think he will, I but if he can, he's going to miss a lot of games this season. Okay, you can look that up. But if he can stay healthy, I think they actually do not have that bad of a shot. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. How much? Um, do they have an update on him? I don't know, but confident he'll be back for 2020. Yeah, so he's out for the season. This whole season, I yes. guess. Oh my gosh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, they'll just barely make the play, but I I don't know. I feel like they're both kind of like on the bottom of the basements. I don't think they're going to be that great. Maybe like a top 10 lottery pick, both the teams. So, all right. Who I got is the Timberwolves. At 22? Yeah. I wasn't impressed with them at all last season. Like, like when we went to watch them, because we watched them play as well, the only they, player that – They did get a win. They did get the win against the Utah, which isn't that much of a like, surprise. But the only player that really was scoring was D'Angelo Russell, and he's gone. <laughs> and yeah, Anthony Edwards did not play great that game. He is a dog. I think Anthony Edwards is great. For sure. I mean, I think he can but, step to be a top five yeah, player in the league. But Cat needs to stay healthy. Rudy Gobert's washed and having way too much drama with him. With fights and everything like that, not working out. And the real question is, do you think Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, which let's be honest here, he's had a lot of time to prove himself as a great player, and he's only been looking good. Like, do you think those two players can really pull it off? I don't think so. I'm at 21. I have the Pacers. I think 21. I think they did improve a lot, and I think they will Tyrese continue to improve. Get better. Yeah. Yes, and I think Jarris has help, but I still don't think they're in that top 20. That's fair. That's fair. I put them a little bit higher, but I I, I kind of agree with that one. But um, who I put in at 21 was Toronto. Yep. I I don't know. That nope. one, that one, that one was a little bit absurd to me. I think I probably would have put them a little bit lower if I could redo this. For sure. But who'd you get at twenty? So entering the top twenty, I have the Hawks at number twenty. I still and think. not because this is all the teams, so we can't just say this will be in. But if we're going just like by like the conferences, this top twenty should be playing contenders from now on. Okay. Yeah, I think Hawks. I think the Hawks will sneak in. I mean, I guess. I mean. I, I you look back at the teams we've already named, I'm pretty confident that they're better than the Blazers, Spurs, uh, Hornets, Raptors, Rockets, Bulls, Magic, Pacers, Wizards. I think they're still a little bit better. Yeah, and, and that's why I have them at the start of the top twenty. I agree with that whole list of the names you just said, except for one team, Charlotte. I am uh, a Lamelo Ball believer. I'm sorry, but if he glazing, stays healthy, glazing a little bit, but. Uh, if he stays healthy the whole season, I think they have a shot at making the last seed in the play-in, which is why I put them there. Yeah. Um, Who you got 19? Utah Jazz. I put them at 19. I wish they were at number one, but they're not. I know. Um, I just I think they'll make the play-in, 
Yeah, like, no. I mean, Utah's... Playoffs, maybe. They're one of the scrappiest teams in the uh, NBA, I think. Lots. Uh, the backcourt. I think... I think... Court. I think you're not going to be expecting as much of a dramatic leap from last season. Like, last season coming into it, they lost their two star players in Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. But... And then they come in that season, and they figure out that Laurie Markkinen's the guy, and Walker Kessler looks good, and Ochai looks good off the bench, and Jordan Clarkson can kind of pick up the slack a little bit. But I don't think we're going to be seeing that much of a change in this season. You're going to see Keontae, and I think you'll see Chris Dunn pick it up a little bit. I think Keontae will be a pretty big help. Colin Sexton, if he stays healthy, he could be pretty good. But that's why I put them in at the play-in tops. Yeah, I just I mean, don't think they're going to make that much of a leap as they did last season. Yeah, I mean, it, you look at their – you look at the forwards and centers that they've got. I mean, I don't think the front court is the problem for the Jazz. I think it's the back court. I think they're trying to figure out a way to get like a player to get into there, but they just haven't found anybody to replace Donovan Mitchell's role in Utah yet. No, and I mean, I think Jordan. Clarkson and I don't think they will this season. They tried Jordan Clarkson, didn't work. They're gonna try Keontae and Ochai. I mean, I don't know if that's gonna work. It's Colin just... Sexton. Colin Sexton gets injured Taylor too much. They've just been trying to fill someone into that role. And Taylor, there's top trade talk with Taylor Horton Tucker, so I don't think they think that he's the guy. I just think Kristan, that's, I don't think we've got. I mean, I think I think I think Keontae we have a lot of depth. I think Keontae or Ochai definitely do. I think one thing that they don't realize is the Jazz have a lot of depth, but I don't think they have a star player in the backcourt. So that's why I want to put them higher. Alrighty. Who I got at 19 is Chicago. I think, like I said, they're going to make the play-in. Nope. They're making the play-in. I'm sorry. Nope, nope, nope. But Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan just going to be doing what they keep on doing, make the play-in. Not a crazy good team. Not horrible. So that's why I put them at 19. Okay, who do you got at 18? At 18, I put the Brooklyn Nets. I think eighteen. I think they're gonna be a fun uh, team to watch. Mysterious, scrappy team, kind of, kind of like the Utah Jazz. Agreed. I think they'll be kind of like the Utah Jazz, and I think they'll be a little I, better than the Jazz. I think that's like the two teams. Tell me if I'm wrong. That have the most morale around their team. Yeah. Like the Brooklyn Nets are just clicking, which I love, and I think that's why they have a good shot. But I put at eighteen Utah Jazz. Put them up. I, I bet they probably should be a little lower. I just put them up because they're my guys. But yeah, um, don't yeah. think they're. I, I think that's the highest I could put them as uh, in this list. Okay, who do you have besides the team? Pelicans. Ooh. I think Pels. I think Zion's got to stay healthy. I think that's not gonna happen. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I think uh, Ingram, McCollum. I mean, I think I think they can get it. Get some good stuff done. Maybe try and pick up some. New free agents, they got to have a good offseason next year if they want to become contenders in the next little while. But I for sure think the Pelicans are like a 17, anywhere from like a 20 to 17. The problem is, is depending on how the season goes, they need to, if they just play the way that they did last season where they did good but not great, they're going to need to take a step forward or a step backward in what they have right now. If they take a step forward, they're going to have to go all in, get a star player to play with Zion, and call him – Oh my gosh, CJ McCollum, and but if they want to take a step backwards, get rid of CJ, get rid of Brandon Ingram, keep Zion and rebuild, because what they have right now isn't enough. You know, and I think I think if they start to see that it's not working with Zion, I mean, I think they need to make some big trades, trade away, 
trade away the team. I mean, do what the Jazz did. I mean, obviously it, it worked. It's working good for the Jazz. I mean, they it's were worked. expecting to be really bad. They started the season off ten and three. It's worked for the Lakers. Brandon Ingram, I mean, Lonzo I think, Ball. I think trading away teams is does work, and I think if they don't see some stuff that, that they need to do that. That works, or trading everything to get that team. If they need, if they really like want to win right now, trade for it. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. Pretty interesting. Um, actually, at seventeen though, I had the Knicks. Mm. Like, I think Jalen Brunson is pretty good. Don't think he's amazing. Think he's gonna be averaging twenty points per game, and I just think that him and Julius Randle could be a fun duo to watch. But I just don't think they're gonna be enough to be a yeah. strong contender. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so sixteen. Um, I have got. The Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm sorry. I think I think they can get it done. Uh, for fifteen. What? What? what sixteen. Sixteen. Sorry. Just looking at score updates. Um, at sixteen, I have the Nets. Um, what? I don't think the. Sorry, going back to his though. I don't think the Timberwolves are gonna make it that high. Yeah. There's just too much stuff going on with Rudy Gobert, the punch yeah. incident. I don't think there's stuff that's been resolved yet, and. Let's be honest here. Rudy Gobert was a head case in Utah. He's a head case in Timberwolves. <coughs> Just too much drama. Don't see it happening. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think they can get it done for sure. I think if they want to, they can be sixteen. Um. If they want to, what does that mean? No, they're they're definitely not making it to sixteen. I'm sorry. That is. I that is crazy. You. Who do you got at sixteen? I have the Nets. Their chemistry is off the charts. I love. They're gonna Tom, be fun. They're Tom gonna be scrappy, Thomas. scrappy, scrappy, scrappy fun. Yes. They don't have a lot of pressure on them right now on the season. They're just out there playing ball, doing the thing that they love. Tonight, actually, in the preseason, they beat the Miami Heat. And there wasn't really a, a there was like a couple players that looked kind of good. Like Cam Thomas off the bench had 14 points. And this guy named Walker the fifth, or whatever his name is, had 22 points. But what's really impressive to me is the assists. They had a lot of assists. Spencer Dinwiddie had six assists and Ben Simmons had seven assists. Love what they're doing right now. And yeah, I think I mean, keep it going. We saw it from Walker last year when he played for the Lakers. I mean he had a couple games where he Yeah. He was stepping up and looking really good. Yeah, so I, I've actually never really heard about this guy that much. I think I, I saw like one game where he kind of went off like thirty or forty points. Something like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I think he could be a guy that could be strong off the bench for them for sure. Yeah. Um so at number fifteen I actually have the um New York Knicks. I think they're going to be the definition of mid in there. I think, I think that they're going to be maybe a little better than mid. They could drop like, they could drop to eighteen. They could go to thirteen. I don't know where the Knicks are going to be at. Kind of like you said, I think that the Knicks are going to be like the definition of mid. Fifteen is the definition of mid. I put them a little bit below, but I don't think this team's bad at all. I think there's a lot of potential there. Jalen Brunson looks. Really good in the Dallas playoffs against Utah Jazz. He doesn't look like he's not that bad. He looked like he could be a star player. Just think that this team has a little bit of good chemistry going on right now. It's going to be fun to see. Yeah. Um, okay, so who did you have at um, 15? At 15, I had the Pacers. This team are freaking dogs, dude. I love Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I disagree. Matherin. So good. I'm sorry. I think this team will be good. Yeah. Um. I don't want to really talk about the Pacers for too long. 
Um, moving on, 14. At 14, I put the young OKC Thunder. I think what they're doing in OKC is amazing, and I think it all started with when getting rid of Russ and getting start bringing in these gauntlet, I mean, just pure gauntlet of draft picks and young players. I think they just got... That's the key word. Draft picks. They still have a lot of them, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I think over the next seven years, they got 15 first-round picks, 32 in total. That's absurd. Like you said, last year, if they made the playoffs, they would have been the youngest team in NBA history to make the playoffs. They've gotten a lot better there. Chet Holmgren out of an injury, who's looking amazing in the preseason. And should we even talk about Shea Gilgis-Alexander? Yeah, the guy no, is a dog. He's a dog, for sure. Um, Yeah. So who who do you got at fourteen? Big. At fourteen, I have Dallas. Fourteen. Yep, of Dallas. I think that Dallas, like, they're one of those teams where I think they're going to do a lot better than they did last year. I think they had to figure out stuff with Kyrie getting it figured out, but I think they have it figured out now. Not a lot of like potential that a lot of people are seeing in them. I think a lot of people are underrating them, except for Shaq. Shout out him. Freaking picking the, him them number one in the championship. I wouldn't put them at number one, obviously. I think that they, they could, are. They could. they could. They definitely could. They could. But I think it would be a pretty big risk. It would be a stretch. It would be a big stretch to say that they're number one in this power ranking. And I think the safest bet to put them is in 14. At there. Yeah, Um. I actually have them at 13. Who oh. did you have OKC at thirteen? Yeah, I did. Okay, so swap those two. So we'll just jump straight into twelve. Um twelve. Twelve, gimme the sack down. I mean, come on. Sacramento sh- really showed up last season. I mean, they were just they were um, uh, like uh, I don't want to say amazing, but they they were pretty good and I that's why I have them at twelve. I think the real problem is is like you can't say that they are amazing last season because their regular season they looked great. It's just it's just that playoff. The playoffs, <laughs> they did not look great. They they did no, they did I they, mean, they didn't look amazing. They did put a good strong contest against Stephen Curry's Warriors, but they still lost first round. Needless to say, and that's why I think that's a pretty strong one. But I did not. I put them up a little bit higher. So yeah. What I got at 12, though, is the Pelicans. That's crazy. Zion staying healthy with (laughs) CJ and Brandon He's not going to, though, just like you said earlier. He's not going to stay healthy. You never know. You never know. know. (laughs) He's fat. The guy guy is so dominant. Let's just say a couple years ago, the guy was being a prospect as one of the best players in the NBA. They were considering him to be the next LeBron James. Yeah. What changed? Injuries? Yeah. For sure. And that's why I put them a little bit lower than what I would have done. I would have probably put them a couple years ago. But CJ McCollum's still going to do what he's going to do. I think they'll be at 17 still. I don't think they're that good. No way. I think they are. Yeah, no. But um, um, who do you got at 11? Memphis. You took them way too low. Where did you have them? 22? 24. 24? That is is crazy that you put them up. (coughs) That is not crazy. I feel like every normal human. I mean. 25 games without John Morant. 25 freaking games. You're telling me that they're going to be able to last 25 games without their star player. It's not happening. They are not going that high. Yeah, and I I mean, let's 
you will be changing that very, very fast. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think so at all. I think that's a strong – I mean, ESPN has them at number 10. CBS has them at number 12. I mean, I everyone – I know. Everybody has them higher. I do not. I think the one player that's going to work – maybe one or two players that are going to work out this season is going to be Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, I think Jaren they've Jackson got good Jr. chemistry, Lucas. though, Big. I think they've got good chemistry. I mean, you get rid of Dylan Brooks. Which was the problem. You bring in a good – Marcus, Marcus Smart, Smart, who is a good team player. Yes, I agree. But you you can't say that they don't have any drama. John Morant's still acting like a freaking idiot. Yeah, he is acting like a freaking gang hoodlin. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. Play basketball. They need to, he needs to play basketball. He can't be this. Yeah. You, you, yeah and what, what he's getting rid of say, a good opportunity. The other thing you got to say, too, Payne, is what, what, what makes him – what's going to stop him? What, how do you know that he's not going to do this again? That's he's what done I'm it multiple saying. Times. That's what I'm saying. And I think I think he can and if he doesn't do it. And I think if he stays healthy and stays like himself before all this horrible stuff has happened, I think that they could be higher. They could be a top but ten team. But you still have to go twenty five <laughs> games without him, and I just don't see it happening. Yeah. So I don't know. You're right. eleven. Eleven is the Kings for me. Okay. The Kings, great regular season. They did struggle in the playoffs a little bit, it's probably because they weren't really used to playing in the playoffs. For sure. But their team's got it figured out now. They're clicking yeah. really well. I love the way that they play, the chemistry's there. And Keegan Murray, I think, is going to step it up a little bit, which we're going to see. And really, really excited to see the way that they play. All right, who do you got at number 10, Payton? Number 10, I put Cleveland. I think that they're – here's my thing on uh, Cleveland. I think they're going to be really good, but – um, I don't think Donovan Mitchell will ever win a finals. I, I mean, agree. I want him to. I love the guy. I loved him in Utah. I love him, but Still do. look at his past, man. I mean, first round exit, first Choker. round exit, choke, Choker. choke, first round exit. I don't think he... He's basically dead at this point <laughs> for how many times he's choked in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. It's like Ben Simmons and building a house out yeah. of bricks. It's yeah, the seriously. same thing. Seriously, great regular season player. Don't think we'll see anything change there. But in the postseason, can he really get it done? I don't know. And I put him just one overall higher just because I think he will do fine in the regular season. But at number 10, I put 76ers. James Harden, all the stuff going on. Don't see it happening. There's just too much stuff going on with James Harden. And they are my number nine. Okay, yeah. Number nine is my Cavs for me. Oh, so a little flip-flop again. A little flip-flop again. But um, I just don't see it happening going them any higher than 10 or maybe 9. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 8. Clips, baby. Clip town. That's crazy. I actually got... I I got the Suns. At 8? No way. The Clippers are a better team than the Suns, in my opinion. Kawhi, I think, is better than KD. Paul George. Hey, I haven't said Clippers yet. At number 8 for me is the Suns. I said the Clippers are higher. I think I'm putting the Suns this low just because the fact is they don't have a bench. You have Kevin Durant, might get injured. You have Bradley Bill, cool. He'll be putting up 20 points per game. You have Devin Booker, who will be the star player, putting up like 25 points per game. The problem is, is like, they just don't have a bench to back this team up. What happens if they all get injured? What are you going to do? You're going to have Nurkic be your star player? I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing you we just... got to talk about. Here's the thing we got to talk about. The Suns, yeah, 
they're going to be very good. They are. But they got to stay healthy and work as a team. And that's why I think, on paper, I think all, in a ranking, the Suns are better than the Clippers. I, I could see on paper, but we've had experience with the Brooklyn Nets and with that team. Kevin Durant, just it's just basically another Brooklyn to him. It's Brooklyn 2.0. Like, the only problem, the only difference between Brooklyn and the Suns is the bench. <laughs> the bench at Brooklyn was three times better than the bench with the Suns. And that's why I put them high, as high as they did, just um, because of those three players. But that's why I also put them as low as they did, in reality, just because of those bench. In reality, I think the Clippers would be higher. I would the too. Suns, I'd but I think too. on paper, I think the Suns are better than the Clippers. That's why. Well, I put the Clippers above them. So who'd you get at number seven? Heat. I put Miami at seven. Miami. I think Miami. <laughs> I think that Miami is a seven. I think. I I I, I think that's perfect for Miami. I, I would almost agree with that. I you have them, them six. I actually put them up higher than that. Whoa! Holy. But I I put that just because the fact is is how many times are we gonna bet against Jimmy Butler in this heat and then be wrong. I don't think they're going to win the finals by any means. I don't know if Jimmy Butler will ever win a finals. But I think they're just going to keep on doing what they're doing. Just keep on winning. Love the way that they're playing right now. So I put them up a little higher. Okay. Who I got at number seven is the Clippers. Ah, there you go. Okay. I think Clippers, if they stay healthy, they are one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Russell, I mean, I don't like Russell Westbrook. Russell! Russell's a dog. He's he's mid (laughs) as frick. He's not. The way that he's playing. Best point guard ever. All right, whatever. Anyway, but the way that he was playing in the playoffs, I got to give him some respect. That was freaking amazing. Because he's with, with, a dog. With the way that Paul George and Kawhi being injured and how he still played was For amazing. Sure. I just, is I just think the real question is, can they all three stay healthy? And if they can? And, can, and last all season. Yeah. If they can, yeah, 100%. All, good night. Goodbye. Yeah, so at yeah. six... I actually have the Los Angeles Lakers. Same. At six? Yeah, have Lakers at six. I think that's perfect for them. I think yeah. they could be... Strong contenders. Not the best team in the league, but strong contenders by all means. And it's going to be fun to watch how they play in this next season to come. Okay, so at my number five, I have the Suns. I think the Suns could be the fifth best team. I think the Suns could be in... The 10. I think they're anywhere from 10 to 5 in that. I agree with that 100%. Put the Suns at 8. I don't think they'd be in the 10. I think I'd probably put them in the 8 to 5 range. But it really just depends on how those three play. Like, I can hate on them all they want. I think I'm just hating on them because I think everybody thinks that they're going to be like one of the best teams coming into this. By all means, I do not think they're the best team. I just think that... There's going to be a lot of stuff to figure out with all these <laughs> trades that happened for the Suns. And I think that they got to figure out their bench problem for sure. All right. Yeah, you got to You got to have the Heat at five because you said you have them higher. And I know yeah. you don't got them yeah. at four, three, I don't. two, I don't. one. I have the Heat at five exact. Just think they're one of those teams cannot under like cannot count out of this playoffs. Very interesting. But I think what's more important is what my number four team is. Golden the Warriors. State. Me too. The Warriors, I think, have potential to be the a one. finals. I think they can be the one. Yes. I think they could be the one if they really wanted to. And I think they could be the 10. Agreed. Agreed. So. The problem is, is the way that Chris Paul plays off the bench. They took a big toll in Jordan Poole. Like, 
I understand why they did it. We talked about this earlier, some things going on. We talked about this team a lot, actually, earlier, so I probably won't cover that much on them. But it really just depends on the way that Curry plays, on the way that Andrew Wiggins plays coming off of that whole season thing. And so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Who do you have at the number three, Payton? The Bucks. I think the Bucks are three. Yeah. I think they're three. Uh, I have them actually flip flopped with another team. I'm sure you Boston have flipped up. You have Boston at two. So I mean, I got Boston at two. I have Bucks at two. Uh, I but think Boston's a little better. I think Boston. There's just too much talent. I don't really see superstar teams work out too much. Like, how many times have you ever seen a superstar team work out? Like not that many. The Chicago Bulls. Well, that's different. The uh, Golden State Warriors. Okay, yeah. The but... Miami Heat. Okay. What I'm trying to say, though, is, <laughs> like, they're not the Miami Every team that wins. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, but we're not talking about the team that lose, though. We're not talking about the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's so, about it. Like, what I'm trying to say is... I think they're I think they're In more be recent years, superstar teams don't really work out. There's just too many players that want the ball for that team. I still think they'll be strong contenders. The but Golden State Warriors at three. Yeah. Um, one, Joker and no, 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 no. go back one more. We need to talk about the Bucks, bruh. I'm I was sorry. just saying number one, bruh. I'm sorry, bro, but the big final moment and you no, ruined that shit. No, I ruined this moment. That's crazy. That is crazy. We need to talk about this Bucks team. That's crazy. How well do you think they can do with Damian Lillard? Anywhere from three to six. Three to six. I I put them up to number one to five. Damian Lillard did not look great last night. I think he got five points. But if he could click in this next couple months, and Giannis is still going to carry the team. This team, and they were number one in the East last year. This team's still amazing. This team is still the best team in the East. There's nothing that changed except for they got a great pickup with Damian Lillard. So love how they're playing. Love how they're going to continue to play. Payton, now is your moment with the number one seed. Joker and his horses. Amen. The Nuggets, without a doubt, number one. Like, coming off the finals win, not that much of a change except for Brown, Bruce Brown leaving. Can you agree, Payton? Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to win. There's just, there's just not that much difference. Maybe something could change in the season that will change my rankings. But – I'm going to give them the chance of being number one, and someone's got to prove themselves to be better than them, or they have to prove that they're not as good as number one for me to change my ranking. So, all right, um, that's what we'll have for now. We'll probably do another ranking in November, like after this. Regular season starts the 24th, which is a Tuesday, next Tuesday when we're recording, which this is on a Wednesday. Really excited for it to start yeah, up again. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. We'll definitely um, try and go to one of the Jazz first game yeah yeah definitely try to be there for them um i think what we should also announce though is the way that we're gonna be working this podcast is we're gonna be trying to upload three times a week on mondays or tuesdays we'll have just throughout the week we'll try yeah, and but we'll probably have, might be scattered around a little bit but we'll try to have the first thing about the week be about college sports so college football and college basketball we'll have wednesdays be about the nba and then, or like the second day of the week, be about the NBA. And then the last day will be about the NFL. And oh my gosh, <clears throat> the NFL. We'll probably try to get the podcast in before 
the NFL game starts so we can get like a little bit of a pre-game feeling for it. Of course, yeah. obviously. And I think even on NBA nights that Wednesday middle night, we could talk a little bit about well, we'll the Thursday night football game coming right up. We'll probably talk about it a little bit. I mean, is there anything you really want to say about this game coming up? The This week's Thursday night football game? Yeah, who's playing? Honestly, we did not do any research about this game, guys. So this is um Thursday night. We got Jags and Saints. Jags and Saints. This game <coughs> gonna be very interesting, actually, because they're both mid teams. I what mean, have, what what are the tolls at? I mean, I think the matchup predictor says Jags got seventy percent chance. I mean, pretty sure the Jags are favored. Yeah, the Jags are favored. I think I think I'd favor the Jags, but I wouldn't count out Derek Carr and the Saints. I don't think. I think they're kind of like that scrappy team that has a will to win. Not a pretty. They they had a pretty bad loss to Texas last week. They lost by a touchdown, but still to like a okay Texas team did not look great. But I think this matchup's gonna be kind of like the mid, like the little the mid off, the literally the most definition of mid. Yeah, Both and I think teams, it'll. It, I think that's why it'll come down to whoever can make the bigger plays. Yeah. Definitely. Whichever team can make the Definitely. biggest plays is going to be the team that wins. I think if Trevor Lawrence and um, Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk can come in there and want to win this game and are on all game, they will win this game. Oh, I think the Jags have a solid chance. I mean, just beating Buffalo coming. Yeah. So, coming yeah, we'll give you guys games. updates about that Um, our next episode. We'll probably be talking about college sports next week, at the beginning of next week for you guys. Um. Yeah, just keep in tune with this podcast. Thanks for listening to our first episode. Pay anything else you want to say? Super teams win. That's a true, not a true statement at all. I got him. <laughs> all right. See you guys later.